0: this kind of started the other day uh, with the twin series and now you're, you're definitely into it, you know, with a a road game against Washington and talking about the Brewers schedule where basically now until the start of the NFL season, because the, they play actually the same night, the Packers play the bears, the Brewers open up a series series, With the Cubs. So, basically, between now and the first week of September, Evil they play all playoff teams. Teams that are either currently in the playoffs or, like, right there, as in, like, a game out of the wild card.
1: big boy baseball.
0: So, I mean, clearly this will decide it one way or the other, right? I mean, obviously, you can't win because there'll still be three weeks of the season left by September 8th. But, you know, if you get through this stretch, you know, five, ten games below 500... Clearly, you're out of it. And if you get through this stretch five hundred or above, you're clearly you you're you're prolonging the season for the last three weeks. So I'll ask both you guys what's more likely out of the two? They get through this, let's say it's twenty games. They get through this ten and ten, which keeps them you know above water, uh, or they go through it, you know, seven and thirteen, which probably you know puts them down. I mean, Which are those two? This is next more stretch of
1: twenty games, I bet you they go five. I bet you it's a, it's somewhere in between that ten and ten and seven and thirteen. But here's the thing: the Cubs will do that too, and the Cardinals will do that too. No one wants to win the NL Central. They're all beating up on each other. The Cardinals are sixty-three and fifty-six. The Cubs are sixty-four and fifty-seven. The Brewers are sixty-three and fifty-eight. You get the Reds chirping behind at fifty-seven wins, but whatever. These three teams will probably all go around five hundred baseball, and it will have to go all the way down to the end. I just don't see the Brewers – what have they been? They've been a consistent 500 team, essentially. Um, but so is everyone else in the NL Central that's, you know, the top three. I was
0: actually pretty good. Uh, it's 21 games. So until they play the Miami Marlins on September 12th, uh, they have 21 games against playoff teams basically consecutive here uh, with tonight with Washington. So, Nelson, what's the more likely? In that 21 games, they go 11-10? which, you know, probably gets you right into the wild card or division race with 2 weeks to go. Uh, or do they what's more likely they go, you know, 7 and 14 and which would probably, you know, eliminate them obviously from the playoffs.
2: I think it really is going to come down to how well they play on the road. I mean, they just they start a road trip this weekend that rolls into next week and then they have another one it looks like in Chicago at the end of August, beginning of September. Brewers, no matter how bad the Brewers are, they always seem like they play pretty well at Miller Park, right? They always yeah. have decent records at Miller Park. I think if they can win, have a winning record in those nine road games, I think they'll be a little above five hundred.
0: uh so What do you say, Brewer fans? Uh, 608-321-1670. What's more likely here in these next 21 days? What do you say, Mills? 11-10 and 10 or... Uh, you know, eight and 13. I don't think they're going to be, you know, I don't think they're going to go like five and 16, but I also don't think they're going to go 16 and five. No.
2: They take care of their business on the road and win more games than they lose in those nine row games. I think they go, what, roughly 12 and nine.
0: If they could go 12 and nine, and by the way, out of those 21 games, you play Chicago seven and St. Louis six, so that you're factoring in there. If you get a winning record, Ebo, in these next 21 days, that means you're you're winning more games against the Cubs and Cardinals than you're losing, which simple math tells, would then say when you get through this stretch, they're either going to be in the division lead or very close. They're going to probably be exactly where they are right now, which is a game out with you know a month to play.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just don't see the. I could see the Brewers being a notch above 500, being a notch below 500. I just that's what the NL Central is: teams that beat up on each other and can't quite put that foot forward over everyone else. Isn't that what the NL Central is? It's been jumbled up the whole time, and it'll continue to be jumbled up. They'll just beat up on each other. If the Brewers can do it, well, how long do you think they can have this starting pitching and then their bullpen be taxed the way it is? The offense will come and go. The offense will be all right, but can they really sustain with their starting pitching and their you know, bullpen that, well, is right. overtaxed? And there's that, too. So we're, we're, we're not even getting to that point yet. We're just saying in the next 21
0: days – where you play all you play 21 consecutive games against teams that are currently in the playoffs right now, uh, can they somehow go 500? That's not even. That's just from looking at the 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 the, the competition they're going up against now. Uh, factor in Ebo. I mean, yeah, they can. They've been the, doing it all year, right? But now factor in,
1: yeah, who's going to be your pitchers for the next 21 days? Has that really been the? I guess if you go back after the All Star break, what's what has been the woes of the Brewers? The offense going quiet more than anything, and the starting pigeon kind of been doing their job, Is, yeah, I don't know. The Nelson since the all star break what's the bullpen's been getting kind of blasted, and the the offense has gone quiet more times than that,
2: yeah, I'd say for the Brewers since the all star break, offense has been hit or miss, yeah. They'll score ten runs one game and won the next uh, and then i I do think the starters have been respectable,
1: yeah, they've been doing what their're people have been stepping up in situations where what did you say to uh, Seth McClung last week? If I were to tell you Jordan Lyles, Adrian Hauser, and Gio Gonzalez were starting for the Brewers, you'd say they have doomed. Right. Well, they're starting, and they're doing their job.
2: They haven't been great.
1: They have been but special, but they haven't but they've been, been, bad. been bad. They've been serviceable. The
2: bullpen has lost a number of games in the last couple of weeks that you can just think of yeah. on the top of your head.
1: I think it all hinges on... The bat what what was this remember when the season started? You looked at the Brewers lineup when it comes to the bats, you're like, My God, this looks sick. Yeah. They need to step up and be consistent. Yeah, I mean what, you're right. You're hundred. percent What are they built on the home run ball? Start hitting.
0: Yeah, I mean one you're you're absolutely right. When when we I remember doing the show and looking at one through eight, like back in March. Um, once they had re-signed Mustakis, and you're just like, dude, this one through eight is the best. I mean, on paper, it was among, if not the best, lineup in baseball. Yep. With how? I mean, you had like
1: six All Stars in your lineup, and now you got Keston here up there too. You got uh, Trent Grisham, aka Trent Grisham, who's looking nice. So you have nice pieces up there. It's time for everyone that we were excited about to begin the season, and the guys that are now part of the team getting called up from Triple uh, A to. Be consistent and start hitting the ball. That's what they were designed to do, so let's do it. If,
2: if you remember when we talked to Seth McClung last Friday, we were talking about Josh Hader and uh, you know their relief pitchers. Can they cobble these games together like they did last year? So I, I dug into some Josh Hader stats. He oh, you've been in, digging? He pitched in 55 games. you need games. me to cover for you today? No, I'm good. Oh, okay, keep going, sorry. He pitched in 55 games last season. He's already pitched in 44, and we're in mid-August.
1: Yeah, and he's getting lit. Yeah, we talked about he's this yesterday.
0: Was, up. It, was it, it yesterday or the day before? I I don't believe they're using him properly. I wouldn't have said that, and I I would admit I was wrong in you know April May, uh, because the obvious is well oh you you know we had Canable, uh, he was an all-star closer. Of course, haters going to be that. Sometimes maybe some guys are wired differently or built differently. He is clearly. A setup guy. To your point, Nelson. Yeah. I mean, are they just are they using him too much?
2: Well, the thing with what McClung said it goes. It's not even about being used that much. It's about how many times he's gotten up in the bullpen. So if he's already pitched forty four times, you know there's at least half a dozen times he got up in the bullpen in games where the Brewers were winning. Yeah. And then oh crap! All of a sudden the Twins hit a three run home run. Now they're losing. And he doesn't enter the game because why would you waste him that night? But he still got up and he still threw how many bullets in the bullpen? It's almost like he pitched. That's what Seth McClung said. When you get up and have to do that consistently, it's almost like pitching that night. So not only, not only has he what ten roughly ten appearances away from what he did all of last season, plus he's gotten up more because the bullpen, especially this season since June has let them down quite a bit where he's gotten ready in the bullpen. That's a lot of extra work that.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of
0: extra work. Okay, and that's a good point, Nelson. So then back to the original question, um what do you do or what should they do with him in the bullpen the final 40 games?
2: God. Well, I think at this point right now with how much they've already pitched him, I think you you just got to make him a one-inning closer.
0: Um Six zero eight three two one sixteen seventy. Go ahead.
2: They don't have. I was always pro Jeffress going into the closer role this year and let Hauser do or Hauser let Hader do the two innings whenever you need him, The highest leverage two innings of that game, yeah. whether it be the fifth and the sixth, seventh and the eighth, whatever. Jeffress took a step back this year. He hasn't looked like he's mentally sharp like he has been the last couple years. I think you make him just a one inning closer now and you kind of save him for. Uh, Games where you clearly have the lead and he needs a save.
1: Well, Do you think, do you think that hater has been figured out, though? I mean, look at how many bombs he's given up. I, I mean, mean literally he literally has two pitches. His fastball and the occasional slider.
2: True. Maybe to an extent. Even if they did figure him out, he's not as bad as he's been the last three weeks. Yeah. Like, he still has an ERA under three. He still has a whip under one.
1: I think, you got, I think we all got excited last year because when Hater would come in, you knew it was automatic. Did they, have they figured out? And now he's, you know, you can't, your luck's going to run out eventually.
2: Have they figured him out better than what they did earlier this season or last year? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because that's what teams do. But is he completely figured out where now he's just a one-trick pony and he's going to be an average pitcher for the rest of his career? No. No. I don't think that's true at all.
0: Uh, Interesting question. 608 The Brewers played 21 straight games against playoff teams. What will their record be? Because this will clearly Evo decided.
1: uh, Run stat quick. They say right here, the lefty hater has been bitten by the home run ball. He's yielding long balls in four of his last six outings and 13 in 55 and two-thirds innings this season.
0: Yeah, he's already given up like way more than he did all of last season. He's... Telling you, man, not a closer. Put him back to a setup guy. Find a different closer. All right. Well, how many wins will the Brewers find here in the next three weeks? Starting tonight, the Brewers play 21 straight games against playoff teams. Clearly, you know if they can get through this stretch, I would I would say even 11 and 10 or better, they're still in it. Uh, Even probably 10 and 11 still puts you right on the on the line. Uh, What's more, uh, Ebo. a reality here the next three weeks, a 11 and 10 stretch or, you know, a seven and 14 stretch, which probably puts you seven, eight games out with two weeks to play. And then you're all but eliminated. If you go 500, I, mean, I want to be optimistic and positive.
1: It. I'm going to say 11 and 10 stretch. Well, that's what, I mean, of course that's what I want. I, well, the Brewers but, are six and four, their last 10. Give me a, give me, they've been looking better as of late. You know, they split with the twins, but before that, they're winning series. Give me an 11 and 10 stretch. If the offense if the offense does its job and can stay consistent throughout the stretch of 21 games, they'll have a winning record.
0: Uh, let's see. Hauser, Lyles, Anderson. That's this weekend. Gonzalez, Davies next week against the Cardinals. So that's your starting rotation right now. Do you think that's good enough to win
1: 11, 12 of these next 21 games? I mean, it has been, though. Yeah. It has been good. It's been good enough for the Brewers. It's just the ones they lose. The starting pitching does their job, and then the offense is either quiet or the bullpen comes in and just gives it up. The starting pitching literally has been doing what they're supposed to do, despite you looking at the lineup and be like, "Who in the hell are these guys?" And All right, how do we get into this predicament?
0: Do you think uh, what? Would, let me ask you this, Nelson. What's the most you know high water mark that you think they could get? I mean, is is 500 about the best you could hope for?
2: I think they could go twelve and nine. I think that would be about what I would best case scenario would be for this team. I actually don't mind their matchups in Washington and St. Louis on paper, pitching wise.
0: Well, and you know, here's the other thing, and we said this earlier, you guys, is that if they do go, say, eleven, twelve, thirteen wins, oh. um, you, know
1: you know what they did? They ahead. called up uh, Ray Black. They called up boy Ray Black Nelson. I forgot about that. Brewers are going to have that bullpen a little more. Uh... Bolstered up with Black throwing up upper nineties fastball, you a believer in Ray Black? No,
2: <laughs> I hope he does well, but I'm I don't have high. hopes. <clears throat> hey,
1: Sterns, his moves have been paying off. Besides, I say Pomeranz.
2: That was the biggest one. That was the biggest one and the but worst the, one. The
1: smaller ones have been looking good. Yeah, this that and Ray trade. Black was a smaller one. What's that? Ray Black was kind of like the smaller part of that Pomeranz thing.
2: Yeah. He's just getting called up. He's appeared in one game, I believe.
1: Yeah, watch him deal. Watch him deal, Nelly. Pomerance has we been garbage. We got another arm in the bullpen now.
2: Pomerance has been garbage. ZRA's like six with the
1: Brewers. Yeah, but now it's Black's turn. Ray Typical. Black. Ray Black.
0: Well, I would say, you know, back to the the schedule part of this is, you know, in that 21 uh, games, Evo. You know, you're out of that 21. There's six are against the Cubs, and uh, seven are against the Cubs, and six against the Cardinals. So if you win 13 games or 12 games in the next 21, like Nelson was talking about, you would have to assume then a good chunk of those are coming against those teams, which obviously is going to benefit you in the division race. So uh, to get to 10, 11, 12 wins, and, and, you know, unless you sweep the Nationals and, the Diamondbacks, you're probably winning four, five, six, seven games against as long uh, as you
1: win in the series. As long as you win two one series. Well, that's and then we
0: said that. I mean the goal the goal for just
1: from here on out is just, just go two and one every three days. Yeah, you're gonna take some out you're gonna lo- you're gonna lose once in a while coming up here. That's just what baseball is. As long as you're winning the series, they're gonna be just fine.
2: Brewers are so they have Washington coming up. I do like the matchups. I know they're on the road though. Haven't been the best team on the road record wise. But they haven't lost to the Nationals yet this year. They swept them in the only series. Plus, I think they got uh, Lyles and Sanchez, Anderson, and uh, Fetty. Decent matchups for the Brewers. Fetty Wap. Then you look at uh, the next series, which would be St. Louis. I think they also have some decent matchups. The only one that I think you probably don't have the upper hand in would be the Wednesday, the last game of the series, Hauser versus Wainwright.
1: Hauser's going to deal on Wainwright. If you
2: take four out of the six there, it's pretty successful to start that little stretch.
0: Um, Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you can go four out of six through that. And, you know, here's the other thing. Now, this is kind of the weirdness of the Brewers, right, that they play up or down in the competition. But if you can ever say, well, they will will ever figure it out, um, once you get through this stretch, so that last series ends with the Cubs on Sunday, September the 8th, after that, this is all they got left. Marlins, Padres, Pirates, Reds, Rockies, and then you do have one series in there with the sandwich in between with the Cardinals. But their final 20 games after this stretch of 21, you only play one playoff team. Yeah. So that's the big difference. Now, again, go back to the month of June. It was supposed to be the Brewers were supposed to run away and hide because they got through that brutal month of May and we're still in first place. And everyone's like, oh, my God, they don't play a team with a winning record in June they're going to have like a 10 game lead at the all-star break. What happened? They went under 500 against in the month of June. They literally didn't play a team that had a winning record. So you hope that changes cuz right cuz if you can get through these next 3 weeks, you're basically playing the 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 bottom feeders of the National League for the final 2 weeks
1: of the season. And yeah, the Brewers have been the Brewers been good against good competition. I mean they they play up to their competition and sadly they play down to their competition. So they're going to be in it. It's going to we know what this team is. They're a, they're a Jekyll and Hyde team, but they find a way to remain and float around 500, maybe a little game better, maybe a little game worse, but lately it's been a little game better. Let the offense be consistent, the starting pitchers doing what they're supposed to do, and hopefully with another arm up in the bullpen and Ray Black it like helps relieve someone so they get a little more rest and you go from there got to remain positive they're in the dude, they're in the mix they're right there
2: you know yeah
1: game I'm,
0: out of first uh 608-321-16. So let me ask you nelson speaking of your mount notice what oh, if, I got a
2: new one ps
0: i'm sure you do i uh, look forward to that what would happen to your mount notice if let's say they go 12 and 9 the next 21 days and we're sitting here on september 12th and they are one game up in the division and in the final two weeks, they go like 7-14 and 14 against the Marlins, Pirates, Reds, and Rockies. Who, What, 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 what would that do to Mount Notice?
2: Oof. Well, hopefully, I don't want to give away too much, but there probably won't be any Brewers on it going into September. So, I mean, we'd have to see how those games play out, who does what for the Brewers in those games for that collapse to happen. But, yeah, Mount Notice... Brewers are safe for a while. Let's just say that.
1: So when are you going to unveil your new Mount Notice? I think
2: it's around 8 o'clock. We should do it right before RJ.
0: <laughs> so
1: we got a new Mount
0: Notice? And it, and he texted not, me last
1: night. He's like, I got a new Mount Notice. I'll unveil it. It's
2: kind of like a special edition, too.
0: Well, it's got to be something Packer-related, because if he was texting you last night, he was clearly watching the game, and, and something happened that it has got his his gall.
2: It's not the typical Mount Notice.
1: It's a special it's edition. Mount Notice. Special edition Mount Notice.
0: So how many mounts are there now? Who's on it? Can we? Can you update? Because that's changed so much lately. Who's well, is... going to change
1: again? That's why he's. Well, waiting. that's
0: yeah. That's why. I... Well, I don't, can we get the current before you change? Oh yeah. It? What's
1: the, what was the current one? The
2: current one was Rashawn Gary and three David Stearns.
0: Three, so David Stearns is I'm on Mount three three Notice times. three times, and, then Rashawn, and Gary. Rashawn Gary.
2: Yes, because that was after the Pomerantz. The last time it's been updated was the Pomerance Black deal for Dubon.
0: T- say something to him about Pomerance, Evo.
1: Uh, well, if Pomerant,
0: Pomerantz stinks to him.
1: Well, he got mad about it, was that, last week? Yeah, got I want to see him it. get
0: up and leave. Do it. Say something to him,
2: please.
1: Uh, Pomerantz hasn't been looking that good, though. Um,
2: yeah, he's been terrible. He's he's went back to the norm. Lyle's, the
1: Lyle's looking good. Ray Black's called up. David Stern's pulling all the right strings. Maybe. Tell
0: Nelson, weren't those trades by the Brewers amazing? Didn't Stearns pull off some, some, isn't he
1: just a, a master? Tell better, Nelson. Better than Stan Pat. Oh, I'll say this, Nelson. You wanted, you wanted. Um, that didn't go as I plan. Well, I, I, mean, looking at I mean, it, can't really you can't defend really defend it. um I know.
0: I was just more to to go with
1: Nelson. Who was the guy that they traded again? I can't remember his name. I got a brain fart. Which one? Dubon. Sorry, Nelson. You tweeted out hashtag Free Dubon. You got your wish. Dubon is now free. I think. Didn't the what did the Giants do with him?
2: Oh, he's in AAA.
1: Yeah, they sent his ass down again, right?
2: Yeah, they're starting shortstops, Brandon Crawford.
1: Yeah, that's what it was. Nelson wanted to be free. Well, he's free now.
2: He is, but the Brewers overpaid to do it. That was that was another David Stearns doing another team, a quote unquote solid. Too many solids have been done in the last year by David Stearns.
1: And yet here they are. <laughs> one game out of first place.
0: Uh 608-321-1670. Can the Brewers what can they go here in the next 21 days starting tonight? Uh, because uh, I think it will certainly, uh, Ebo, oh. put a big part in uh, deciding this thing. Yes. On
1: Twitch, Love Ebs wants to know, Nelson, is Love Ebs still on it? And all the listeners that... No,
2: he
0: just
1: said it's David Sterns well, three times. Love Ebs literally just asked that.
2: That was two, that was two months ago. <laughs> two <laughs> two <mounts> ago. <laughs> <laughs> months ago.
1: That's like what I was so doing Love Ebs, two Ebs, months you, ago. You are off.
2: He's always towing the line. <laughs> Love Ebs was always towing the line.
3: I'm going to be honest with you. You're a, hell of a nice guy, and I really love listening to you. But when it comes to certain Wisconsin sports, you're really turning into the Wisconsin sports apologist.
1: <laughs> I'll take that.
3: Hillary, know, I, I try to be real.
1: I'm trying to be real with it.
3: And, you know, I understand that you're ripping on Greg Jennings. But can't we come to the fact of understanding that maybe the reason... The Green Bay Packers have only won one Super Bowl is because of Hollywood Rodgers, and he can't get along with anybody, and just maybe these guys are telling the truth. And no, I mean, yeah, I know you don't want to believe a thing about Ryan Brown. No, he was framed. Case, <laughs> yeah, you know, he was a guy pissing his own chest, and he you know, No question about it. That's why that delivery driver is running around with $3 million in his pocket now, by the way. Uh, but with that being said and done, I mean, you never heard that, by the way, at a Wisconsin sports guy. Um, the point. The point is that he's not an easy guy to get along with. When he came, ever since he came into camp and called five grandpa, and all the other stuff that went on, it was Danica and his former brother. And, and when you return presents to your mom and dad for Christmas,
1: tough scene. And ch- can't chug a beer, Terry.
3: Yeah, you know I'll have a beer with you. I'll snap you a high five. You're my brother. I love you to death. <laughs> Joe, you gotta get off this kick up being a Wisconsin sports apologist. Hey Terry, uh, Terry, someone's
1: gotta do it, Terry. Terry, if you see, you saw my wife last Friday, right?
3: I'm sorry. What? Did, you, what do you
1: mean? You saw my wife last Friday, right? At Starbucks. I did. I did. Yeah. If you see her again today, let her buy you a cup of coffee, okay?
3: I will. I'm on my way there right now. And tell
1: her to get me one too.
3: So I told her I, I'll buy her one and Athens. I will tell her to get you one. And then, if it can't be what
1: happens, it's not me. <laughs> Sounds good, brother.
3: Thank you. Right,
0: I, I, See you, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Uh, yeah, and I get looked. Did, I don't. And not, I don't think that 100 percent of that Bleacher Report article was was fake. I don't think everything that Greg Jennings says is wrong. I mean, the guy played. Many years well, in Green is, Bay with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, and he was a Pro Bowl wide receiver. So it's not that his opinion means nothing. Gary. This is why he's it's it's up. Just though. that it's the same thing over and over and over.
1: He's up for D of the week because he was talking about Matt Lafleur and how like how he know like everything about Matt Lafleur and Rodgers' relationship with him. Greg Jennings has nothing to do with Matt Lafleur. They never ran in the same circles. They never run the same team. I don't even think they know each other. Right. So Greg Jennings to go out there to talk about how Matt LaFleur and their relationship is going to sour and blah, 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 blah. It, it kind of makes no sense because he doesn't know the guy. He doesn't know LaFleur. He doesn't know. He he hasn't been in the locker room. He hasn't been in the practice when LaFleur and Rogers have been there. He's been in the studio, wherever the hell the Fox Sports studio is, and just been looking at afar. He doesn't know. That's why he's up.
0: Yeah, and again, I, I, I think that um... – he he has some value. I mean, again, that's why you hire ex players to be color commentators and studio analysts. I mean, we have them here. You know, we 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 have you know a Badger post game show. We have something called the Amon Green Show. I mean, we have we have all these shows we do. We have roundtable shows, camp, you name it, where we sit with ex players because what do they do? They have the players' perspective. So, yes, Greg Jennings certainly has some some you know opinions that are valid. It's just, it would be easier to believe if, if once, just once, he was complimentary of the Packers. And he said, boy, when I played with Green Bay, what a first-class organization. Or, yeah, you know, Rodgers can be, uh, you know, tough to get to sometimes. Um, but he is a hell of a player. And, boy, I never met a smarter dude. Like, you've never heard that out of Jennings. All it is is uh, Rodgers this, M- McCarthy that. You know, McCarthy was the reason they were trash two years ago, and now it's Rodgers. It's like, dude, come up with something new.
1: Yeah, I mean, he has a kind of a broken record.
0: So he hasn't um, been around for a long time. And if time. that makes me an apologist, I mean, whatever, I'll take that. Uh, all right, Nelson, you said you have a uh, speaking of no apologists, Nelson, <laughs> speaking of uh, haters, we, we, so we have this.
1: You just made the list. <laughs>
0: uh, you have something called Mount Notice, which is just bizarre, but you said you have an update to Mount, and, and people don't, uh, didn't hear the Mount Notice is currently, uh, Rashawn Gary and David Stearns three times.
1: Yep. Uh, keep in mind for the debug of the week, we're not in the business of putting up our own teams or people that play for our teams. Nelson's Mount Notice seems to strictly be about oh, 100%. Wisconsin
0: Sports. So go uh, go ahead, Nelson. What is your update to Mount Notice?
2: The newest updated Mount Notice is actually called the Gary Whammy Edition. So on the Mount Rushmore, we have two Rashawn Gary's oh, and have two, two Rashawn Gary's and two whammies. Because if you were, you said you're Hammies. a big game show guy, right? Love game shows. So the game show whammy. <laughs> whammy. When you hit a whammy, you go bankrupt and lose your money. Sean yeah. Gary had two preseason games. Hasn't recorded one stat, Joe. It's been two games now. That's two whammies. You know what happens when you get four whammies in the game, Joe? You lose. You're eliminated from the whole show. <laughs> well, he's got two more preseason games, and I'm thinking he's coming up double whammy.
0: Uh, so you're putting. I, I'm looking at your Twitter here. So you're putting the actual whammy on notice. You have a picture of the whammy from Press Your Luck. <laughs> yeah, so you have you have two whammies on notice and two Rashawn Gary's on notice. That would be it, it's like a special oh, edition.
2: Okay. It's the whammy it's the special edition. Special edition. It's the whammy edition. Whammy Mountain. He's um, played two preseason games. Preseason. And games. as Ingram, he's it, done absolutely nothing. Well, no,
1: hang on. He did collect a tackle last night. No, he did not. Well, I mean, they didn't count it, though. Oh, yeah. You don't
2: count tackling your own player, Joe. (laughs) That doesn't count as a stat.
1: I I did see him tackle his own player. But I also saw Darnold Savage lay out Blake Martinez, too, one time.
2: Man, is that getting rough for Gary Apologist. Two games, zero stats.
1: You know who was a beast last night? Not Rashawn. Out of everyone, the beastliest of beasts out there, J.K. Scott. That dude was punting, punting the lights out. Hell yeah! That's one my one positive from last night. Yeah, I can't believe people JK ever Scott ripped on that draft pick. Didn't you start the fan club? Uh, it's, it's been pretty quiet it's lately. Been pretty quiet. We need to. Breathe. Joe,
2: do you know who Randy Ramsey is? Randy Ramsey. Uh, I do not. Uh, he's a packer third fourth stringer he recorded a stat last night Rashawn gary didn't
0: well yeah because in the, that's do you think if Rashawn gary played in garbage time against the fourth stringers he would have 25 He sacks. was
2: playing he wasn't playing with the ones he was playing against backups and he still he looked even less interested than game 1
0: man who do you think what did who hurt nelson
1: well you know i wasn't a fan of the pick when it happened but i'm willing to Wait to see what happens before I start crapping all over him.
2: As time goes by, it's just getting worse and worse. Gary. Ooh, he looked good in practice when he's wearing shorts. Put him in a game. G A M E. He shrivels up.
0: Man, who hurt? Who hurt? Was it Jim Harbaugh, Michigan? Uh, where's Gary from, uh, Evo? Where did where did he grow up? There's got to be a personal connection or some something somewhere along the
2: way.
1: He's from New Jersey, Plainfield, New Jersey. I gotta I mean, get. He's in. playing like this. He's going back to
2: Plainfield pretty soon.
1: I gotta find a shrink. There,
0: there, this is this is. I mean, if someone's in listening, that's a psychologist or psychiatrist. If you could diagnose with Nelson's weird obsession with Rashawn Gary, and what happened? Something had to have happened in Nelson's childhood. I, I need to. Here, get we have it a question.
1: Up. Angry yeah. O'Brien says, Who gives a hell about preseason stats or who gives a hell about Crybaby Mountain?
0: <laughs> Thank you, Angry O'Brien. <laughs> By the way, RJ, we're going to talk some Badger football eventually here. You are Mr. Two segment. But while, while we have a minute, um, speaking of Ohio State, their biggest rival is Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know you were listening before you just got in here. Can you put a finger on Nelson's weird obsession? With Rashawn Gary. Like, it's something, yeah, I'm something, not a psychiatrist. Something Some, somebody somewhere hurt him, uh, either with Michigan or the state of Michigan or Rashawn Gary. Or there's, there's I, again, I wish we had a shrink listing that could call in and diagnose it. Because it's like, it's a, such a bizarre obsession. It is. For a guy that's never even played a game, that he's just like, he was obsessed with Rashawn Gary. It's very bizarre. We're
1: just talking about practice. I think right. it's because he blocked him on Twitter. Rashawn Gary blocked no, Nelson on Twitter. it started
0: before this. <laughs> It's uh, been way before that. That was just the cherry on it.
4: I mean, I think it took it up a level when Gilbert Brown started calling him out. That's when he really got on Don't the. Let me forget about I him, hate him too. I <laughs> <So, laughs> that's that's when it really came to Don't the. Let me forget about I him. hate Rashawn Gary. Um, yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm. But you're, you've covered sports for your whole adult life. Have you seen? <laughs> I mean, have you seen such a weirder obsession than what he's got?
4: No. Like the only one I can see bigger is me. You remember Tim McGargle? the linebacker from Northwestern who I remember from, um, <laughs> McGargle, you're a
0: line, McGargle. Yeah. from uh Tim McGargle Tim McGargle from Simpson's <laughs> that, yeah. what kind of name the is whole that oh systems. McGargle line, Chief.
4: is uh is the um the NCA career tackles leader McGargle Tim McGargle you're a, a line, line McGargle um, what a name and he averaged like 8 to 10 more tackles at home than he did on the road so where's this going?
0: Yeah, where's this going with Nelson and his I, bizarre I'm, obsession?
4: I, there with was an obsession Geary. with me for a while being like, you got to go back and watch all these game, home games where they give him credits for tackles where I'm pretty sure he wasn't in them. When you average 10 more tackles at home than you do on the road. Someone's padding the stats? Somebody's padding those stats. So
1: you hated McGargle because he got his stats padded? Yeah.
2: That, But you know what? At least he had stats. <laughs> Oh man, RJ. <laughs> so, what? That was pretty good. What? What
0: do? You, where do you think this comes from? I don't know. I mean, we There's got to be some theory, theory, RJ. It's it's
4: like the same. Do you think way he with, like
0: tried to get an autograph and he got spurned, or do you think he like was some like obsessive fan and got bodied or something like? Maybe. There's some something. happened. Yeah. this can't be just natural. Normal behavior. No, by I don't, an adult I don't male. think
4: it is. Like, there is some sort of rage behind.
1: Yeah, well, he's, this a, he's an angry
0: guy.
4: Yeah, but
1: listen, it, I didn't like the pick. A, I'm going to give him a shot, though. I'm going to give him a chance. Right. I didn't care for the He pick, hasn't even but... played a game yet.
2: He just played a game. It's called a preseason game. It's not practice. It's a do, game.
4: Do they count for anything? Do those stats go
2: towards his career? No, they would go down on his preseason career if he got any. Okay, uh, <laughs> he doesn't have any. He's got <laughs> how, as many how many stats people? In a NFL game How many, many me? people do you see who
4: go into like uh, an award or something leave. like Keep that going, and be this like, good. "Hey guys,
0: Gold McNelson here's his, today."
4: Here is regular season stats, but I want to talk about those preseason yeah. stats. Look at those; jump off the page. This right. is why he's winning Defensive MVP. Right. This is why he won this award. This is why. Preseason stats are where it's at.
0: Because that, you know, that, that Badger game against UW Oshkosh last year in the, in the exhibition for basketball, as soon as I saw that, I'm like, oh, this team's totally going to the Final Four. Right. I, I thought so too. UW Oshkosh, mm-hmm. right. a Division III WIAC school. Yeah. That's Nelson's comparison to Rashawn Gary. I will Rashawn agree Gary. with
2: you guys on this. Rashawn Gary obviously has no stats <laughs> for the regular season, but he's got zero in preseason too, yet he's played in
1: two games. I will say this I wouldn't mind seeing him get, you know, Oh, I'll be, I'll, I wouldn't mind seeing him get all um, yeah, That'd be nice.
0: Like wouldn't I, be bad. Like, like I said, RJ. But, uh, but, 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 but also,
1: shorts at I, I'm
0: also... <laughs> I'm not hating the guy no, right no, now. No, neither am I. There's some bizarre obsession. I, I, again, if we have any psychiatrists or psychologists who are going to play one on the radio... I'd love to hear what your take you is on, on the radio. Oh, yeah. why is why is Nelson obsessed with There's Rashawn no Gary
2: obsession. It's common sense. Look the like Gavin just in the GIF of
0: Gary. All right, <laughs> uh, so we are uh, two weeks away, uh, Arj. I cannot believe that two weeks have a shoe, from today, Wisconsin plays uh, South Florida. Um, you know, we'll obviously get into our season predictions coming up, but I mean, where do, where is this thing heading in your opinion? I know we talked kind of about the the schedule and some of the, the potential pitfalls. Um, but with two weeks out, I mean, do you like where this team sits right now?
4: Yeah. I mean, it seems like every report you hear, the quarterback play is doing all right, which I'm happy to hear about. Uh, you you see the, the receivers making plays and things like that. Um, you have Jonathan Taylor. The O-line is g- going to work itself out. Um, I really do feel that, especially when you have experience—not as all starters or all starters. Or I mean, these guys have starts under their belts, yeah. which is good. Um, so it's not like starting some true freshmen out there. It's you have some guys who all the way from freshmen to to redshirt seniors who uh, look like they are going to be able to contribute good minutes here uh, on that old line um, defensive side of the ball. Your D line's healthy. So that's good to see. Um, Speaking of
1: health, though, I have to ask you on this. The Badgers have a tight end problem. They have nine oof. on the roster, they're down to the three. three. Yeah. <laughs> so they have uh, Cundiff, Eschen, Eschenbach, I think his name is, and Currens. Yeah. So everyone else is out. I mean, Ferguson had a... Uh, and Currens has just been moved there yeah. recently. And Zach, he's just hopping around between the seasons. Because Heilprin said they were using um, an offensive lineman on tight end yesterday. Well, I was going to say, right. at
0: some point, RJ, if the injuries don't get Mort, better... Day, Mormon? I think. I, I, I can't remember. They would have to convert, what, a fullback or a offensive lineman to a yeah,
4: tight end. Right? Yeah, Uh Yeah. I mean, maybe put a fullback out there. Uh, well,
1: Ferguson's going to be back soon. He just had surgery on his, like... A yeah, in uh, his finger. Yeah, torn
4: ligament in his thumb. Yeah. Um he'll be back. Yeah. But uh th- yeah, I mean, you have a fullback out there. I'm okay if what somebody's gonna be like, oh, they're gonna run. They have a fullback lining up a tight end, they're gonna run. I'd I'd take uh five fullback w- city <laughs> in Wisconsin yeah, I'd baby. take Come five Wisconsin Wisconsin O linemen and a fullback and no doubt challenge you to try to stop the run there.
1: Um but and then, yeah, what do you think of a more injury that uh, freshman running back Julius Davis had surgery on his core? He's out indefinitely.
4: Well, yeah, he had surgery on the core, and before that, he had a sports hernia, hernia yeah. Uh, surgery. Um, yeah, that's that's not a good start to your college career, right no. there.
0: Especially at the, I mean, at that position, yeah. where you're getting the and, crap beat out of no, you. No, when um, you were
1: when you were on doing you know on the team. Did they have their freshman haircuts? Because I saw yesterday Zach posted out. They did the freshman oh, haircuts. Yeah, I mean, and they are hilarious. Yeah, I feel they, bad for the guys that have to get their haircut. Like they that, had
4: you know. the freshman haircuts. They taped people to the goalposts. Uh, you know,
0: uh, maybe that's what it is. Nelson got hazed. In, Nelson who in hazed? Maybe there was a Gary. There's got to be something. I don't. know. Maybe they taped him up in a mission. Maybe in the Stoughton locker room they taped him
1: up hit to the, a, hit the conspiracy theory music quick for me. Before his car accident, a young, rowdy Razor Nelson Raisbeck, was hazed mercifully by a guy named Gary. That is why he now hates Rashawn Gary. Maybe it's Mitch Gary. Nelson, did, Gary. did a guy named Gary haze you? No, I did the hazing. Oh, yes. wow. <laughs> All right, then. Uh, All right, the well, may- maybe he
0: then he's got some, maybe, you know, he's got guilt or remorse. It's like... Um, you know, in uh, Flatliners, you know, when, when they all go under and, like, the little kid chases, you know, Kiefer Sutherland and Kevin Bacon <laughs> around because they picked on him when they were a kid. So maybe Nelson's got remorse. Maybe he picked on a kid named Gary. Yeah. And this is now his guilt coming out, and it's manifesting on, on Rashawn Gary. Anyway, I don't want to get sidetracked. Uh, thank
4: you <laughs> for that. <laughs> but, yeah, manager. so, the, actually, a lot more than just the old lineman did the uh, the haircut. So, I mean, the, yeah, the did specialists. Did you have your haircut?
1: No. Did the managers get that hazing, too? No. And even the before the toolbox, you guys won't haze anyone? No, you gotta be ready to play. Can you haze people
0: <laughs> anymore? Oh, probably not.
4: Probably not. Good.
1: Man.
0: Nothing.
4: I mean, soft. yeah. I mean, technically the, the haircuts are
1: hazing, but just some good people are like, ha Some good natural Ha-ha-ha. ribbon. I'm not talking like anything yeah. serious here, but
4: No, I I know what you're saying. Man. I mean, yeah, you just don't call it hazing. Yeah, you call it... Um, <laughs> call it the the annual yeah. haircut. Yeah, the annual... Yeah. the annual it? haircut. Yeah, annual Everybody haircut. does it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, everyone's doing it. Uh, visiting with our Badger and Center RJ. I think it was Big Ten Networks. I think they were in town yesterday. Yes, I think I saw uh, an article about the defensive line. And, you know, last year, kind of the same thing with the tight ends, right? There were so many lack of D-tackles mm-hmm. because of injuries. They were converting offensive linemen. Now... The depth is like triple what it was last year. Are we mm-hmm. confident yep. in what they've been able to to reload that position? Because I mean, it was crazy bad. How yeah, you're, thin you're it was reloading last year. with
4: Garrett Rand, uh, who's coming back from Achilles. Was it last year? Um, and four star recruit who you know was doing okay before his injury. Um, and you, you like what you see now uh, with the depth and what they've brought in. It's a younger group. Um, but you have bodies there, so that's a plus. Uh, and with the front seven, like the linebackers, we've talked about it before. Until somebody can flat out tell me, you know what, these guys aren't good and the backups aren't good, yeah. I'm going to believe the linebacking crew can just reload every we've, year. We've and seen be, it every year, yeah, every and, single and be year. Okay,
1: um, you had some. I don't want to say choice words, but what did you think of their throwback-inspired jerseys they're going to be wearing against Northwestern? They're That's, not throwbacks, they're throwback-inspired. There's a lot better you could have done. Like um, the ones from 1995 against Colorado? No. Those things are sick. There's, yeah, he
0: I think he—I don't mind them, but everyone hated them. He loves I mean, them. I mean, I like them,
4: but you got blown out. RJ. What is he saying?
1: doing? $7? What do you need? How much do you need for it? A lot more than that. Two, four, six, eight, ten. Here's 120. Nope. 120 for that jersey right here. Right here. Like with those, apparently
4: apparently they had wade jerseys ready to go. Right here. And then they got blown out, so they had to scrap them and go back to to the regular uh, jerseys. Um, But there's so many other options. What's your price? Zero dollars. You ain't getting it. And what it all comes down to is this (laughs) money isn't everything, it's the only thing. And everyone. Everyone has a price for the million-dollar man.
1: $120, ah. straight cash, right here,
4: for that jersey. Nah. Um, Unbelievable. But you go through the era of Wisconsin football. Like, you know, uh, they did that um, senior poster a couple years ago that had, like, the, the 1950s yep. when they were actually good and went to two Rose Bowls. You could have thrown back to that. Sure, there's, it's not flashy or anything like that, but that's an era of winning from Wisconsin football in the last 150 years. Uh, you could have gone to even back to the, the McLean era and just gone to the Block W. Uh, well, I think the new ones are you cool. Know Some of the – it's – I understand it's what you were – It's opening up the door for more alternates. I understand what you were trying to do. That's See, gross.
0: RJ, look at this. This is this, this the 61 Rose Bowl – Look at that picture. It's tough to see right. it here from where you're at. Look at the W on the front and
4: And they did that and the for the, numbers the grand on the reopening of that's, Camp Randall. That's so, bad. I mean, yes. you could have brought that one back. Uh, you could have gone uh, to the 70s where you had a lot of individuals who were good, but overall the team wasn't, and gone to the, the W and the Oval. Um, Bring back the red helmet.
1: No. Yeah.
4: Like, the people who Ooh, were like, oh, you helmet. should have thrown back to the late 60s where you had – the red helmet red jerseys and, and with the you don't bucky like the on the helmet well when you have 3 years of only having 3 wins and they all came in 1969. Oh, who cares no it, you 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 should throw back to honor something uh not throw back because you
1: Ah, oh, who cares you got to shake off the bad juju how the, did you get this jersey from 95
3: how did you get it um
4: that was a birthday present um because uh that's the one game since 1989 i have missed so, my parents took my aunt and uncle. Probably a good game to miss, though. I was given that jersey as a birthday present, uh, as a, sorry you couldn't make it, but here's a jersey from the game, and, yeah. I, you're probably, like, the only person who was, like, there's probably, like, three other people who Yeah, just I've, like. I've seen, I've actually seen one other person. I wore that on a Halloween night uh, to a uh, Wisconsin I hockey it. game, and... As I'm going to my seats, some dudes coming up the stairs from a different entrance in the Kohl Center, and I'm, we make eye contact. It's like, oh my gosh, Did we just and then, become best friends? Yeah, and then walked back, walked to seats, and yeah, that's the only time I've ever seen another one of these jerseys. Two hundred dollars. No.
0: I don't think he's going to sell it of the, the, the vibe. Considering how many
4: of them are not out there, there's no way this is getting sold. Well, I know where you live, and I may
1: or may not be ransacking your house tonight.
0: That's illegal, RJ. That's fine.
4: <laughs> well, I'm going to make sure that's on my person, then. <laughs> Good luck ransacking yes, the house. i it off your body. RJ, you
0: are my person. You are my person. I don't too. care who knows about it. Thank you, uh, RJ. We'll see you Monday morning. <laughs> Did you hear uh, Nelson? Went on a date recently. Oh, he did? Yeah. Finally, he's dating this girl. She's blind, however. Yeah? Yeah. Apparently, she told him he had a big penis. Yeah. But it turns out she was just pulling his leg. Ah.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, I'm kind of pissed that Mary. <laughs> I'm kind of pissed that Mary talks about our relationship. Today. <laughs> oh, now he's going oh, into mom. mom jokes. Wow. Damn. Wow. Shots fired. Wow. Um, uh, Nelson, how do you? She conf- told me she wasn't going to say anything.
0: <laughs> wow, mom jokes. Man, right um, out of your playbook. <laughs> we're on the wrong morning show. Hey, I'll, I'll give you one more, Nelson. How do you confuse an archaeologist?
1: Didn't you say something like how? how you give them, I don't know how.
0: You give him a used tampon and ask him what period it came from.
1: Even their, what, two period <laughs> jokes today. <It's> so
0: bizarre. <laughs> All right, 608, I'm sorry, 608 321 say Dude, it's National a joke Day. Come on, man.
1: I, I know, but.
0: You got um, another one you want to go again? No, I'm good for right now. All right.
1: Nelson's f- f- furiously Googling right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, all right, so 21 days, right? That, that's three weeks from today. The Brewers will be in game 2 of a weekend series with the Cubs. <clears throat> Excuse me. That when that stretch of games wraps up this 21 game stretch of playing all teams who are currently in the playoffs. We asked the question earlier, what do you think the Brewers' record will be in this 21 game stretch? And what do they what does it need to be for them to still be playoff relevant 22 days from now?
1: Well, I don't think it's going to be like the August they had last year, but Because what did they go left in? They were like 20-something and whatever. Um, I think the Brewers, optimistic me, glass half-full me. Uh, You've seen the Brewers, you know, the starting pitchers doing what they're supposed to do, which is shocking because when you look at the names, you're like, there's no way that would happen. The bullpen's been a little gassed. I know when I said they called up Ray Black and that he's another arm in there to alleviate some of the pressure off the other guys, uh, someone had called in and said that I was drinking the Brewers Kool-Aid. I well, was just trying to be positive. You were just trying to be positive, but I, but it is what it is. You get another arm up there; it should, in theory, benefit the other guys some more rest. If the offense can stay consistent and the bullpen get back to you know pitching good ball, because the starter's been doing their job, I believe the Brewers, who are not terrible on the road, good at home, I believe that they can go, you know, they can go just a clip over five hundred in this.
3: Yeah,
0: I think if they go, uh, by the way, six oh eight like three 2, two one twelve
1: thirteen wins. Yeah.
0: Um, I think if they go in 21 games, which start tonight in Washington, I think if they go 11 and t- just one game, I think if they go 11 and 10, I think you're still in it. Because the other thing with this stretch of 21 is you play the Cardinals uh, six times and the Cubs seven times. So the two teams you're basically chasing for either the wild card or the division, you're going to play 13 out of these 21 games. So if you're going to go 500 overall, right, more than likely you're going to go what? 500 against the Cubs and Cardinals yeah. right now you're only a game behind the Cubs and Cardinals so to stay you know to set this up by the way the last two weeks of the season they played the dumpster fires of the National League the Marlins the Pirates the Rockies so to set this up to where the last two weeks of the season could be incredible I predict all they need to do is go 11 and 10 and I mean they're they're all playoff teams but I mean that's just being a 500 team over the next three weeks. Yeah, There's one
1: game out of the NL Central right now. Everyone's you know, jumbled up there, and no one's really been able to separate themselves. So I think the Brewers are going to go, you know, hopefully a clip above 500, and that'll be enough to stay in the mix, and we'll see what happens come after that. Because who do they got at the end there? It's a couple easier series, isn't
0: it? Well, Yeah, the Rockies, the Pirates, the Marlins. They do have one last series with the Cardinals and then the Reds. So they only play one team above 500. The final three weeks of the season, the next three weeks, they play all playoff teams.
1: It's gonna be like all the like last year, 163 games. The year before that, all the way down to the wire. Hell, you missed out by one game for the you know the wild card spot. This year, why isn't? If you look at trends, aren't trends your friends? What's the trend been the past couple of years? It goes all the way down to the end. That's what's gonna happen in the NL Central. It'll, hey, isn't that what you want? Drama. Yeah. It's entertaining. Well, and that's my point. Like, yeah, I mean,
0: 500 doesn't sound that appealing, but I'm telling you, if they just go 500 here in the next three weeks, they will be within a game of either the wild card or the division. I firmly believe that. And then that's all you can ask for. Then it's the last two weeks of the season. It's going to be like game on. Now, if they go like 7-14 and 14 in the next three weeks – you're all but
1: eliminated. And Brewers fans love to do this, me included. If they get a couple winning, you know, winning streak under the belt, all of a sudden it's World Series or bust, but then once they start losing again, then it's, oh, they're doomed, they're not going to make it. You're going to have the highs of the highs and the lowest of the lows this past couple of months here where you can just ride this roller coaster ride, you can bitch and complain, and then you can be jubilant and celebrate. It's going to be great. Brewers fans love doing that, don't they? One week it's World Series or bust, the next week it's, it's we're doomed. Yeah, that's kind of how it's been for, for two years. Strap yourself in, baby. Um,
0: you know, I mentioned that Nelson had a new girlfriend. Yeah. Um, did you know that she uh, told him to go out last night and pick up something that makes her look sexy?
1: And what did he pick up? A bottle of booze.
2: Is that true, Nelly? I was tucked in early after the <laughs> after the Packer game. There was no booze or picking up a booze for me.
0: Um, well, I just sold my vacuum cleaner. Yeah? Yeah, all it was doing was gathering dust.
2: Oh. So you finally got rid of that girlfriend? <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Nice to see you moved on Isn't from her. Isn't that funny? Isn't that funny, Ibs? It's hilarious. You guys th- <laughs> You guys think gambling addiction hotlines would do better if every fifth caller was a winner? You'd call in more, wouldn't
1: you?
0: <laughs> 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 All right, 608-321-1670. Yes, I agree Ebo that it's it is funny, right? You can have a bad week like when they got swept by the Cubs and lost three or four to the uh the A's at the beginning of this month, and we were like, oh, man, 5% chance to make the playoffs, six games out of the division, it's over. And then what do they do? They come back home last week and sweep, and you're like, we're only a game out, back on. So, yeah, I mean, it it, it definitely ebbs and flows all the way through this thing. You're 100% right on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what it's been all year. I can't – still, I can't tell if the – the NL Central is good, or if it's bad, or, or how these teams are, and then everyone's like, "Well, who's ever coming out of the NL Central is no way they're going to beat the Dodgers in a series." You you fall into that, like no matter who comes out of the NL Central, they're doomed anyways.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, you know, we had like the Daily Action Zone, you know, today Braves and Dodgers. I mean, the the, the, the Braves are twenty five games above five hundred. The Dodgers are forty. <laughs> I mean, that's that, insane. They're eighty and forty. That's just insane to think about that. The LA Dodgers are 81 and 40. <laughs>
1: it's just. 81 so, and 42. Yeah, it's just insane. Um, and the Giants are 61 and 61, so the D backs.
0: But I would. I mean, yeah, do I think the Brewers can make the World Series this year? No. Do I think they can get into a wild card game and win that game? Yes. Do I think they could play a divisional round game and be competitive in a divisional round game? Yes. So, I mean, if I could get. An extra
1: two weeks of Brewer baseball in October. Hell yeah. And I think they're good enough to do that. Well, for a team that's only made the playoffs now five times, you just want to be relevant towards the end, and you want to be maybe getting that wild card spot. Like, you've made the playoffs five times in your whole franchise history. Are we getting too greedy of thinking we're going to repeat and go back to the NLCS now? I I don't see the Brewers doing it. Have stranger things happen? Sure. But do you really honestly see it? As long as the team's relevant and in the mix, I'm happy because it gives you something to cheer for.
2: Are you going to be echoing those words in the next two to three years, though, if they're in the same spot?
1: Nelson, as a Brewers fan my entire life, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yes, I will be. They made the playoffs five times in their franchise history. Do you remember the 90s? Do you remember the 2000s? Early two thousands? Well, no,
0: he doesn't. That's why he does. It, 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 you
2: were you were promised this window of winning opportunity, and if the Brewers continue to play around this level of baseball the next two, three, four years, you wouldn't be a little bit upset.
1: I guess. I mean, you haven't. I guess. But what what do you know for the Brewers for the my entire life, not being in the playoffs? At least they're relevant and give me something to look forward to and be entertained by. I'm not going to have a conniption my blood pressure going to skyrocket like you if they, you know, get a guy named Jake Pomaranz Stormout trade. He'll leave walk into the, 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 the studio. The <laughs> I mean, Miller, you're
0: older than I am. Yeah, I mean I like I have a very deep appreciation. That's why I think the packer stuff is hilarious, like people freaking out on Aaron Rodgers or even Mike McCarthy. Um like you don't remember what it was like you would have given anything I'm just glad in, the 80, in, the mix. in the 80s to have Aaron Rodgers or Mike McCarthy. Yeah, I would have given anything on August. By the time by this put it this way, when I was a kid at this point, you know, all I was waiting for was like, you know, the school year to start because the Brewers were terrible. I knew the Packers and Badgers were going to be terrible. What was you know, I'd go to County Stadium a couple times a summer because my cousins lived in Milwaukee and we would hang out. And like, that was the extent of me being like a, a, a baseball fan.
1: Cause it was, I mean, I
0: played it every day, played little league, watched it, listened to it, listened to Bob Eucher growing up, but they were never doing, I knew they were not ever doing anything.
1: Yeah. You're in the, you're one game out of the NL central. You have the same amount of wins as the Cardinals. The Cubs have one more win than you. They're 64 and 57. Brewers are 63 and 58. Cardinals are 63 and 56. Just hell four years ago. When was the epic collapse? Was that four years ago for the Brewers when they led the division for like seventy percent of the year, and then all of a sudden,
0: yeah, that was yeah three years three years ago. Then they and they they had the best record in baseball at the All Star break, and they had the best record in baseball starting the month of September, and they didn't even make the playoffs.
1: But at the time, you're upset a little bit. But I remember saying, "Well, same old bloopers. Here you go, missing the playoffs again. I'm used to it. When's Packer season starting? When's football yep. here, baby? At least you're in the mix." And you have something to talk about. You got an MVP in your team. I'm happy with it right now.
0: Hey, Nelson. You know, I just got uh, fitted for a new neck brace. Yeah, I haven't looked back since. Makes sense. (laughs) He doesn't even laugh. These are funny jokes, Ebo. Eh, That one was okay.
1: That was okay? All right. Yeah, that one was okay.
0: Well, did you hear the new song I wrote about a tortilla? What's that? That's actually more of a rap. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, <laughs> it.